again? You've forgotten already, Tom. <laughs> I think we were talking about Danzig, weren't we? Unfortunately. I, I still... My, I'm literally hemorrhaging every day thinking about how we made a podcast that was longer than the movie. <laughs> it made more sense than the movie. I, I'm, I, I think that's why we had to have such a, a long break. Had a higher production value than the movie. <laughs> Masturbatable. I just realised that because obviously people won't know what we're doing but because we're doing this remotely i had to play the theme tune off my phone and tried to dab at the same time as playing the uh, theme tune off my phone oh was that what you were doing when, yeah i wasn't yeah i wasn't even watching the zoom call at that when, point so when you when you shake it, it it says is there an error and i was like there's a big error going <laughs> on right now matt you're you're a cool dad you know you're a really cool dad what i what with my my with your, three <coughs> no my two children with your dubbing my dubbing yeah what? I, yeah i'm but like look basically i'm trying to catch up with everything including the top albums of 2020 yeah. Yeah. which is why this has been <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna have some interesting interesting uh insights into yeah. the top 20 albums of 2020 that we've all listened to in the past week because I've done literally nothing but listen to sad, sad country I've, music. I've, I've, list, I've literally, yeah. all I've listened to in 2020 is the same three Phoebe Bridges songs and Orville Peck, and that's literally it. Uh, did anyone have any good insights from their Spotify wrap-up list? Yeah. Oh, mine was the top tracks on <laughs> the top tracks on mine were the um, uh, were were, were uh, D and D music that I played on repeat. <laughs> so it's like, congrats oh, yeah. on listening to the Diablo two soundtrack. 500 times really <laughs> i don't do i don't mood, know what Jamie? i don't know what else you're going to be doing whilst listening to that are you listening to that commuting cycling no no it's in like as in it's for dungeons and dragons like it's, oh you just have it on background, background music yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. clever yeah jamie do you set the do you set the mood of course you have to you have to have a thoroughly curated <laughs> playlist of like you have to have tavern music so like <laughs> dang dang gling, like I nearly I did for some reason I started dueling bands. No 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 dang dang fucking deliverance. He's got no, deliverance like a in harpsichord. the background. <clears throat> you have to have music for any potential occasion. Right. Okay. And you never know and when that occasion will be either. Exactly. Mate, I actually um I don't know if I really wanted to go into this right now, but uh I somewhat endeavored to start a campaign last night. Oh, you tried to start it last night? This yeah. is going way off topic for a 20, albums I, of 2020 podcast. I'm, I'm really going off piece here. But I just knew it would make you happy. And considering it's been a year since we've seen or spoken to each other. Um, <laughs> we've seen each other in the street. We just don't acknowledge each other. Yeah. Two meters. Um, um, Tom, you on. started a D&D campaign. Before we, tell, tell me about it. Okay. Well, there's nothing Fine. really to say other than it is, in, like, it is almost... Um, arrogantly complicated i mean it's you, you're involved in it so <laughs> i made my uh, character lactose intolerant but still had like quite an aver- <laughs> quite an aversion to uh, eating cheese whenever he saw it so you're 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 that you're a player then you're not dm oh fuck no this is my first foray okay what is your uh, class so and Jamie, race well th- th- you're this, is, DM, this is just a pra- this is just a practice round so at the moment i'm a human rogue Okay. Jamie is already. No, 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 rogues, rogues judge, are cool. Judging me, yeah, but that's they're, they're isn't, a bit, isn't they're that a the bit meme? Broken, but isn't that the meme that yeah, yeah, rogues are cool, but no one ever wants to play a rogue. 
Um, Loads of people want to play rogues. Not, I'm not doing. Apparently, I don't know what the fuck this means yet. But apparently, I'm not doing spell casting yet. I don't really. I don't really know. Well, you d- yet. depends on whatever subclass you take. You've got one. You've got one. You've got like one or two subclasses, depending upon if you're using any extended stuff. Okay. Well, that means you can cast spells. Yesterday, I um, I sorted out my race, class, and background, and that was li- that. Literally took me about three hours. Um, so you're a human rogue that is very lactose intolerant, but somehow has a compulsion. No, to he has cheese. he has other he has other things. He has quite a tragic past. Um, but then I started writing it on my notes, like in my spare time, and I thought I I just I probably shouldn't do the this. Mo- most importantly, have you come up with his accent yet? No, I, I I do have his name though. Go on. Can you have it ready to unveil next podcast? Yeah, I can. I can give you a little. Um, I can give you a little tidbit each time we. Uh, we. No, we I meant this. the accent. Oh, sure. This is an audio uh, medium. Oh, after all. sure. <laughs> sure. I can. I can. Tr- I can certainly do that for you, Matt. So I saw some big dick energy coming from the Dragonborns, and um, I'm thinking of going. Can you do a Dragonborn sorcerer? Can you just? You can, can do you just an, match you can anything, do an anything sorcerer, Matt. That's this the is whole why it's point. Oh. Fuck no, it's t- targeted marketing right here. From what's Jamie. the what's the difference between Jamie? What's the difference between a sorcerer, a warlock, and a wizard? So a wizard, typically, base, basically, a wizard is someone who learns their magical skills. A sorcerer is someone who has welcome some, to the Dungeons a, and Dragons. A sorcerer is someone who has some innate, like whether that through like some kind of like what connection to some wild magic or draconic magic or something some innate spellcasting ability that they have to learn to control um and a and a warlock gets their magical ability from getting some kind of like usually some kind of dark pact with like a demon or a god um so that's your like i don't want to fucking learn all this magic shit i'm just gonna sell my soul (laughs) and this for the most part this for for the most part is what uh you've been partaking in uh in 2020 isn't it it's one of the main things I've done in 2020. I've gone to yeah. work. It's one of your main achievements. Yeah, I've gone to work. Just to... I've not listened to much metal, and I've played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> because I was going to ask, just to segue, try and segue back into the actual topic before we even introduce ourselves, which we never do at the start. <clears throat> oh, uh, should I do that now? No, just no, wait. No, because you're, you're, you're spoiling his flow. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, okay. literally segueing right now. I'm out of practice. No, I'm segueing. Okay. What was I saying? Uh, so I was actually going to ask whether our listening habits, because of lockdown and everything, had changed throughout last year as to how you would normally have in normal times. Mine definitely did. Like, I found myself purely... Either I've listened to barely any new stuff except, like, a couple of things, and I literally found myself listening to, like, the same stuff all the time, whether it was for, for some sort of fleeting sense of control over my... Uh, <laughs> Um, surroundings Situation. or something that felt kind of like nice and uh, familiar your, inces- your incessant need to jack <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I, I like I just listened I listened to like a lot of Coheed and Cambria last year and I've heard this a lot not specifically about Coheed and Cambria but like a lot of people kind of just switched off from listening to anything new not primarily because a lot of bands decide to postpone the releases but because they were just desperate for a sense of nostalgia something that they're so familiar with like, yeah. uh, like a lot of people our age were listening to a lot of no effects <laughs> or, or stuff that had been released like really early late 90s epitaph 
so I think the main thing that changed over the past year is probably my drinking habits, but that also resulted in my listening habits they as both, well. They both, because they, both I, came, they both came and went, Matthew. Yeah, so I've um well, speaking of which, I'll introduce you to my 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 special beer for this evening. I, I already saw like it's like Cronenberg to... or something shit. <laughs> yeah, he's actually drinking no, no, a Cronenberg. No, 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 no right that's, now. That, that's that's just the hors d'oeuvre, my friend. Um, that's the amuse bouche. Uh, <laughs> But, Your fucking uh, tasting menu of shit corner shop beers, Matt. <laughs> but we Gonna move uh, on to the Amstel yeah. next. I did. Um, I did a bottle of Pinot Grigio in the fridge, but <laughs> I did end up getting incredibly drunk one night, and for some reason, I did end up listening to No Effects. I don't think I've ever listened to. Ah, uh, what's the long one? The, dec- the decline. decline. I don't think I've ever listened to the decline from beginning to end. And one night, I actually. One night. Like, it's, it's only fifteen minutes long. It's 20 minutes. Oh, it's 20 minutes. It feels longer than 20 minutes, especially when you have to listen to Fat Mike, like, fucking do some whiny singing and then put a scar bit in hey, just because. Man, I dig it. I dig no, it. I dig it. I like yeah. no effects, but still, 20 minutes. Yeah. So your listening habits, Matt, from what I gather, were um, don't listen to anything in 2020 because that would be cheating. <laughs> he wanted it to be more of a challenge yeah I did listen to absolutely everything you can within one week prior to this podcast which is if you'd like to introduce a podcast now okay <laughs> oh, 2020 uh, yeah. roundup uh, how do i how do i do this again it's uh Hi everyone and welcome back to the X and Ferris podcast, a podcast all about heavy metal. My name is Matthew and with me, as always, is my co-hosts, Jamie and Tom. How are we? I'm pretty sure we're doing okay. We're doing okay? We're, d- we're, we're, doing, we're, we're doing okay. We're breathing, aren't we? I'm glad that breathing we... Breathing in and out. All three, of us, all three of us are alive. Um, where's Tom I'm glad gone? we finally made it to the end. I don't know. Tom, Tom you see, this just... is the problem when we do it remotely. This is what happens when you work from home, when you turn off oh. the... Uh, Tom, 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 are you are you dressed in? Like, are you wearing camo dungarees? Yeah, boy. Twenty twenty one. Have you got like have you got like waders on? No, I've been doing gardening today though. So. Oh okay. Yeah. Do any of your musical choices for this top ten list reflect your love for camouflage dungarees? Do you have uh, any like? No, no he really didn't. Like he didn't put the he didn't put the latest Immure record on there. So no, there's no there's no trivi- <laughs> there's no trivium or anything either. Fuck me! I mean, that was one of the worst records of last year. Like, well, oh, I, have, I, have, I haven't record? even touched that. Yeah, like, there was, is there a new Trivium record? Yeah, there was. I like Trivium. Guy, tell you one of the things that really <laughs> effed me off to like no avail last year was, um, when did that Five Finger Death Punch album actually there, get? There was a Five Finger Death Punch album in 2020. Yeah, so there was. The, there's no way the world needed that. There's no okay. way they all came into a studio like this. We're gonna help every human being on this planet right yeah. now by making so I, a new I think it was i think it was march that it was set to release and it did it did come out but um i remember <clears throat> we the uk went into lockdown like 15th 16th of march i think it was something yeah, like right that about. so every day that i had to go into work at some point not during like the intensive lockdown period but just as we were starting to ease out of it I, th- I can't remember which tube station it is. It might have been Bethnal Green or it might have been like Chancery Lane. Um, they still had, from February, the Five Finger Death Punch album advertised on the tube station. So that album has been advertised for half a year. Half hey, a they year. They were paying of for it. Finger- 
I don't think they were. We're just not bothering think to change were. any of the signage. Well, I don't think any of the signage yeah. got changed in the tube at all. So it was just like this. by proxy, it was there. And it abs- every time I saw it, I just felt another person like fall keel over. <laughs> Let's talk about the big winners and big losers of 2020, i.e. the human race. Yeah. Do we have any top, top level news? I mean, I've got a lot of people that I'd love to call out. A call out as in big up or call out as just in... Just like, uh, and just, uh, Matt, if you could change my vocals just at this point. A critical call out. I'm gonna, you you yeah, can do that in post. You can do that, that in post. Yeah. yeah, do that in post. Thanks. Sounded fantastic. So, uh, okay. Two of the guys that I really think, well, guys, like group of, groups of people that I think should be called out. And this is just, it, it is minor. And I will concede that they probably were joking at the time. To, to some extent but do you remember when um, Uada uh, called out Marilyn Manson for his album art where his, he had his hand over his face and they thought that he was ripping them off sorry no. who called out Marilyn Manson Uada Uada W-A-D-A yeah U-A yeah. I don't U-A-D-A. even know who that is Really? Oh, they're like a Aren't seminal... Aren't they the same ones who called out Taylor Swift? No, that was... Or is that someone else? No, no, that was um, Aisha that was just any any Aisha. any black metal band that's taken a fucking photo of them in a forest somewhere. A forest. Well, that, well, that was the other guy who I was going to call out because like, he also said, oh, look at Taylor Swift's new record. Isn't it quite reminiscent of my album art as well? And he, I think it was a bit of like a teehee kind of thing rather than a actual, <laughs> actual like begrudgingly looking at Taylor Swift thinking... This bitch has stolen my album at work. Um, but my God, like it was, it, it, they both felt really, really tone deaf. I thought, Jesus, Jamie, from what you've just shown me on the screen there, are those your notes? Yes, the names of the records. <laughs> you grade A bastard. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> oh, so that has irked me. Tom, we we just built different, man. We work in different ways. Like (laughs) one side of the brain. Jamie's Jamie's the uh, Jack Kerouac, and Tom's the. uh, Yeah, I'm just stream of consciousness, stream of prose, dude. Like that's just how it works with me. Matt, if I was the the toilet paper, I should have written it all out in one long list. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) on some toilet paper. Also, Matt, if I was if I actually was the Truman Capote, I wouldn't have any notes because he's got a photogenic memory. Oh, does he? Photographic, not photogenic. He's got a very his memory, his mem- a beautiful his memory mind. Looks a beautiful mind. Yeah. Some also some others really shitty records came out last year. Um, did any of you guys listen to that Mr. Bungle record? The Thrash <laughs> record. Nope. Oh, it's disgusting. It gave me such a headache. I, I don't know why. It's in a lot of people's like top tens. Uh, I just found it so exhausting. Well, I should have seen it then because I uh, I literally just scoured other people's top tens and went that album artwork looks good and I kind of like that genre so I'm just going to uh, make sure that I listen to that record and put it in some kind of order. Yeah, I'm going to call out Napalm Death as well. I think they should probably take a bit of a <gasps> prolonged time. Wasn't there, w- wasn't there another Ozzy Osbourne record as well? Yeah, there was. Yeah, but you know, there, there's something endearing about that. Yeah, I suppose so. Mm. Lamb of God. They should we? Something. How do we oh, Meta- do this? Metallica. Did they? Apparently, what do you mean? S and M, S and M two. Oh, S and M two, but wasn't oh. that live? It was live, wasn't it? Pretty sure it was live shit. 
Uh, your favourite band of 2020. Your, actually, your least, uh, like your worst band and your favourite band of 2020, Jamie, uh, Code Orange, they released something at the start of this year. It was if a we, wild ride, man. Yeah, if we take a soundbite from um, this time, literally this time last year when they started uh, like releasing singles for the record, um, I quote you, and please, by all means... This Are you, is, have you scrolled all the way back to find this... In the chat. No, I've listened to it. It's not, it's not, this, <laughs> this isn't slander because this is fact, what you said. You said, in your words, I'm going to try and do your voice as well. It is bad. Okay. It is bad. Okay. So how do we want to, um, <coughs> how do we, how do we want to do this? Because we've already had scope of each other's top tens. And I know that a few of those records do fall on the other individual's top tens. So, so we each, so we each just do our. We'll go. We'll do each. Should we? We'll start list it off. No. So we'll each do our own number ten, and then each do our own yeah, number nine. Exactly that. Exactly how we did it before. Yeah. Doesn't Is that how does, we did it before? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, two two podcasts ago. <laughs> yeah, sorry, four podcasts <laughs> ago. Yeah. Uh, should I? Could I uh, just chuck in two honourable mentions very quickly? <sighs> yeah. Because the thing is, there was a lot of really, really good metal that was released last year, and there was a lot of really, really good metal. And I feel almost like a, I feel like a punk for not checking out more. Like there were a few ones that I wanted to trade out, but I stuck to it, man. No, you're you're definitely a punk <laughs> for, for doing that. A mug, muggy punk. A fucking Tim Armstrong. Yeah, you always really like uh, punk music. Like <laughs> sound like really. Uh, and then you got like fucking Lars in the background just going is that your <laughs> I don't know man <laughs> uh, so just very quickly I just want to get these two the names of these two out of the way um, and if you guys haven't listened to these I, I really really recommend you listen to them I think you'd really like them um, so the first honourable mention is Voldrin Effigy of Nightmares that was released in June um, on Blood Harvest uh, and second honourable mention is Panzerfaust, The Sons of Perdition, Chapter 2, Render Unto Eden, which was released in August um, on Eisenwald. And that is kind of... Panzerfaust, if you haven't ever listened to them before, um, they're kind of like Despel Omega without any of the white supremacy. <laughs> so... So a marked improvement. So they're clean. To be fair, if they're like Despel Omega, Despel Omega musically are fucking incredible. But it's just you a could, real shame. You could say that about a lot of Nazis, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm obviously I'm not excusing. Wonderful singing I'm, voice. I'm not excusing anything <clears throat> at all, and uh, that. But yeah, before so, yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're my two uh, honourable mentions. Who wants to start with their ten then? Uh, Matt, you can go first. Jamie. with your number ten. Uh, okay, so. Uh... My number 10 is uh, Obsidian Kingdom. It's the name of the band with their fourth album called Meat Machine. Am I just jumping into the description now? Yeah, or are do we it. all yeah, doing yeah, our yeah, 10 yeah. first? So, so this one was a bit of a wild one for me. Um, I'd noticed it. I noticed their name being thrown about a lot. Um, and I hadn't really, I'd never really heard about them at all. But they've got like, I think they had like four albums out now. And they've been going since like mid two thousands um 
So it's released in September 25th, but it's actually on Season of the Mist, which I was actually quite surprised about. That's mad. I think I normally... Yeah, I normally pigeonhole kind of Season of the Mist as doing, like, either, like, very, like, atmospheric, like, black metal or some kind of, like, form of death metal. But this is... I wouldn't... It's difficult because, as I said, that I crammed a whole bunch of metal in towards the end of the year. And this kind of made its way in at number 10 purely on the fact of its kind of ingenuity with the genre so like it's it's their second release through season the uh season of mist, uh, season of the mist sorry season mist. um it's just and season, then season yeah. of mist. oh i'm mix, mixing that up with season of the witch um <laughs> and second label uh sorry second on that label um and then their two albums before that were actually independent releases um so they're a five-piece band from barcelona um and for me they kind of have this very janky and like experimental feeling which doesn't feel like forced at all but it it almost kind of reminds me of like certain elements of deftones mixed with um faith no more especially in the vocals um i know that we mentioned mr bungle but these guys are doing a lot better than our, yeah. than our boy right now um i think an easy kind of place to go would be to kind of refer tallish but i think that's more what? from the fact of being no, very but ve- no just being very lazy from saying like it's experimental therefore sounds like tall um but it's really really impressive um i normally have a big problem <coughs> with like mashing genres together or um kind of experimentation to the point in which it drags your attention to the experimentation if you're doing something well then you should like barely notice it um but this is something that kind of um you know sticks its oar in the water but also kind of melts together quite well um so again i don't know whether i given given enough time given if i'd actually done my research and listened to a whole bunch of metal records i don't know whether this would have necessarily fell on my list um in terms of like my what what i would consider my favorite but i thought it was just worth mentioning just to bring people's attention to it um i I think it's a bit too quirky for me i i I had listened to it um a couple of times and it's just not sticking i'm I'm fine and i'm it's not the experimentalism because i think for example black metal this like for 2020 was like incredibly experimental like there was a lot of atonal work going through black metal and it was really psychedelic and everything. But like, uh, there was something about this. I felt like it was just such a hodgepodge without enough consideration of like song, the song being there. And usually that wouldn't. I don't know. Me. I don't feel like it had like a proper tangent to it. It, it felt cohesive. Um, I, I did not listen to this record at all, by the way. That's fine. It's all right. <laughs> I, was probably, I was probably listening to Orville Peck at the time. I was really surprised to see uh, just, it actually on your list, though, Matt. <clears throat> just so you know, I was I was 0.05 of the highest percent of listeners to Orville Peck last year. So I nice. should have screenshot. That's pretty impressive. Mm. I think mm. I got like top Chef 10% kiss. or something. Oh. Yeah. But <laughs> sorry, Tom. Um no, I really enjoy it. Like, I really enjoy it. I don't, as I said, I don't know whether, given the amount of research that I should have done for this podcast, I don't know whether it necessarily would have fell in line with that. I've, I just thought I've it was something that was, amount. yeah, <laughs> I thought it was remarkable to the extent in which basically I didn't want my, I didn't want my top 10 list to just be 
a uh, a bounce between like a good black metal album and a good death metal album. And I don't think my top ten list is that. Um, Mine actually I definitely have, isn't that. Yeah, I wanted to have like a good kind of a good kind of shake up. Um, so I did include that just because I think that it's it's worth bringing to people's attention. Um, regardless of what you think. No, I'll give it another go. I'll give it, it another go. No, I'm not going to like shit on it. I just, I just, it just didn't. I was surprised when I was first like listening to it. I actually had to like look that I was making sure that I was listening to the right thing because I was like, wait, is this is this, <laughs> a, is this actually is this Matt? Matt's top ten? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamie. Um, so at number ten, so as. Matt and I have previously hinted at we've done a lot of catching up in the past couple of weeks once we actually decided we were going to finally record another episode <laughs> of this podcast um, which we I think we threatened to do at some point last year but um, so in my race to catch up with the metal records that weren't the three records that I actually listened to in 2020 <laughs> um, I came across a lot of things um, Surprising, uh, but huh? what I've got I know because there were quite a few um, what I've got at my number 10 spot is um, the uh, latest uh, forgive me upon any pronunciation mistakes Havokrunu yes with Uinos oh. Somen Sota yeah I think we're all going to fuck that one up yeah it's alright well I'm glad that you took that off my list further up so do we want to announce where that falls on ours now no or are we just no, no, no. We'll just no, we, no, no no we can do that later on but you just yeah. don't have to talk about it as much yeah um, cool. I hadn't heard these guys at all before I listened to this record and was thoroughly impressed with it um, that, they're, um, that they're Finnish. is crazy they're, yeah they're Finnish I big believe big Scandi right? vibes big Massive. Scandi vibes this is the thing like an Ikea showroom <laughs> this is the thing when I, when I obviously invariably if you're, you're as a metal fan, we all listen to a lot of Scandinavian music. I really, really like music that draws, especially Scan- well, Scandinavian music that draws incredibly heavily on like Scandinavian folk um, and stuff like that. And these guys do an awful lot of that. Um, especially, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of clean like clean vocals on the record, which I really, really enjoy as well. Um, a lot of a lot again a lot of huge folk vibes huge like they are finnish right yeah i think they're finnish yes yeah they're finnish yeah they're almost kind of cloaked in a lot of mystery if you looked at their metal page where it's like i've literally got it up right now there's nothing on it yeah (laughs) yeah they changed name halfway through and it's Mm. just like question marks in terms of where stuff Um, actually happened but yeah i i just found the record really interesting like i listened to as i've discussed it before on these um between us on the, some of these podcasts before my relationship with black metal tends to be a bit fraught with boredom sometimes um especially when you get to the more like lo-fi basement black metal styles which a lot of people really enjoy which i do not vibe with whatsoever um uh but these guys felt like they were sort of skirting the edges of that kind of early early black metal vibe but with some really interesting extra extra bits, which kind of made it feel a bit more expansive to me, and I can made me dig it a bit more. The, I can't believe how clean the production was on it. Like, yeah. um, like a lot of the production sounds good without being to... too good. It sounds like it could be like a fucking dirty black metal record, but you can also hear everything that's going on. It, it, it's just of not that, washed it, out with reverb. It grabs you straight away. Like it's, yeah. it's really distinct because of that. I think it is mainly because of the production. I, I found out, because I'm actually 
uh, with you here, Jamie. I, I don't know, it just it makes us absolute like dweebs that know nothing and can't stay up to date or anything, but this was the first record I'd heard of Have Kuna as well. According mm. to d- their devout fan base, this record is supposed to be one of their worst. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so which is, so they've, yeah. They've got quite a few. There's two other records. There's one in like, a 2017 one and a 2015 one. Um, there, there's there's barely any reviews for them on Encyclopedia Metallum. Like, there's what's? It's super interesting at the fact that if you go to the members section, there's no there's no side chicks, there's no side bands. Like normally when you go on Metalum, it's oh, normally especially to look with all Scandi the, bands as well. It's yeah. like the 15 yeah. other black metal bands they've been in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slash X bands that they've been in. Yeah. Literally, they've been in nothing else. And I don't know whether and that's accurate and whether people have updated it, but it's, I, I just can't find anything on. They, any they've also them. they've also been a band since 2005, but didn't release a record till. Did, uh, a record, an actual album till 2015. Oh, that's so. that, that gives us so hope. So that then. sounds. I heavily that's identify with that. That's beautiful. Um, um, but yeah, really good. What's yeah. yours, Tom? Uh, so my number ten uh, is a band called uh, Scafe. Uh, have you guys ever heard of this band? Nope. So this nope. is um, this is I think their third. <laughs> I've only heard of the ten bands that are on this list that I've got at the moment. Um, so I think I heard I heard this band when they released their second full length. So this is Scaffe Three, um, and it was released back in September on um, Mystic. Uh, uh, it's Mystic Chaos, I think it is. Uh, What's the name of the album? It's just called Scaffe Three. So it's the band name plus three. Yeah. So is it like Weezer? Sure. If you if you like, um, they're, they're, they're somewhat of a um, of a super group. When I say somewhat, I mean they they pretty much are. Uh, so it, it's almost like the polar opposite of Havakunu. Like when you go on their right. uh, metal and page, like it's pretty overwhelming the amount of other bands that they're in. Um, like you got Jack Blackburn of sort of Chaos Moon, Garsgaster, and Garsgaster was on my top ten last year. Um, Nocturnal Maelstrom. You got Alex Paul, which is he was like an ex tree, um, tree and Veer Fowl like live musician for them. Um, and you have got um, I think it's Dago Gonzalez from Miss Firming. Miss Firming, he's in it as well. Miss Firming. Yeah. So <laughs> you know the one I couldn't pronounce last year. Yeah. Beautiful. Miss Miss Firming. Miss um, Miss Thier. Is that like upside down P thing? Yeah, and I think I kind of touched on it when I mentioned um, Valdrin earlier on. There was a lot of black metal this year or just really extreme metal that was incredibly psychedelic, like really going down that whole hallucinogen, like you're taking many hallucinogens and just trying to like grin and bear it, like get yourself through it. Um, It's really, it's not as harsh as... Scafe 2 but they really have like ramped up on that whole weirdness of the band and I'm so drawn to it and I don't think it's available on Spotify or anything like that at the moment but you should like I think you can only get it on Bandcamp um, at the moment and they're just really odd they're just really really strange but they still maintain a structure uh, throughout their albums and the structure in their songs um, like I can't First, I remember the first time I heard them, I was just like, what the fuck even is this? I didn't really know how to describe it. And 
they just seem to be like improving upon each release at the moment and i'm literally so excited to like if they ever toured like i would buy their i would, I would literally go to a show i would i would be going to a You'd show actually leave your house yeah yeah <laughs> you chance it so that, that's my number 10 i know they're not like because i think they're slightly harder to listen to because like they're not on all the platforms i don't know whether that's the one of the fundamental reasons why not a great deal of people have been talking about them that and i don't know whether you'd regard like september to be too late in the year for things like this it shouldn't be um no <laughs> yeah good i just didn't know whether because I, I i didn't see this release on any of the top tens that i've been looking at and i was looking at a lot and even, no, even my, by aggregate. Not my so. next one, but my one after is from October. So we're all good. Yeah. So that's, we've, that, scoured, that's my no- we've scoured the whole yeah. internet to find these top 10 releases. Come on, Matt, do your number nine. Otherwise, at this rate, we're going to be here till like 2021, right, 2022. Yeah, thank you. Right. So I know that this is on all of ours, actually. And I kind of, I think that Tom and I spoke about this very, very briefly and is we this, felt like it shouldn't be on it. Is this going to be um, one that's alarmingly low? for me that i'll complain about it uh maybe so this is um envy the fallen crimson um so as i mentioned earlier this was the second to last live show that i went to see before lockdown and i turned up but five minutes before they played and left five minutes after they played and i was back home by nine o'clock and it was chef's kiss it was fucking beautiful um I feel I feel like it should be further up my list purely for the fact of my history with this band, but also I feel like it should not even be on this list, considering it's exactly what you expect from an Envy record. I mean, they have a formula and they've I mean, had it since a dead sinking story in two thousand and ah, oh, when was it? Two thousand and five, I want to say. It's but, it's um, definitely an Envy record. Like it's on my list as well. Two thousand three. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So it's. I mean, it's very good there are there it fulfills that itch that you need in which it's like joyous triumphant um kind of you know that level plane screamo-y it's, sound it's fucking but amazing then they, it's amazing it's it's good it's yeah good, I, th- I think matt your criteria should literally just extend to how good a stat the record is like as a standalone like disregard your oh i really like envy and it does what everything you we would expect an envy record to do we're not talking about things from like an innovation standpoint well we can do obviously and we probably will but like hmm. you yeah no we all i thoroughly just, enjoyed like, that record yeah no and it's a very good record um and i'm just trying to think of the one track where it's just the uh just a lady singing and it sounds like final fantasy cutscene music and it's fucking <laughs> beautiful um but they because they released a um uh, ep in 2019 um which had dawn and gaze on it which is i think it's like the 10th song on this record but that was one of those one of those tracks where you're like no they've still got it like they're not they haven't become redundant in any way they're not necessarily doing anything new but the the ideas that they have in terms of the 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 kind of palette that they're playing around with is they can still find different ways to to approach it yeah um so again there's two ways of looking at it it's like the the worth of the album in terms of like how good it is and then the worth of the album in terms of how innovative it is i don't think it's necessarily um spellbinding in terms of what it's doing to kind of uh 
kind of move forward the genre in any way but in terms of like it's exactly what you want yeah it scratches that itch it's kind of like what deftones yeah. did with uh oms yeah but i think that i didn't I, I did not vibe with oms at all neither did i um, but it's kind but of but i think a lot of even though we're deftones fans i think like a lot of people are going to listen to it and go well that's clearly a deftones record yeah i do i do think that like within the context of 2020 having things that have a nice familiarity to them like it helps <laughs> is, is, it does help it absolutely helps like listening to an mp record that makes you feel the same way as like you did in the early the... 2000s yeah for sure yeah 100 percent. so he's saying this is the meta album of 2020 i still remember like you and jack giving me getting like burning me a copy of fucking what was it insomniac doze or whatever Oof. back in the day wow Jesus. Um, beautiful so i think what we're trying to say is that this envy record is the oms the deftones oms of 2020 yeah a little bit <laughs> wasn't, Jamie, what's yours isn't isn't when deftones did, when did oms, oms the oms of 2020 <laughs> Um, it was like her halfway through the year or something yeah summer eh? yeah um should i do my number yeah, i don't please, know it please. was it was it, yeah it was march and then it was christmas so yeah. <laughs> yeah um uh so my number nine is um uh the latest uh tombs record um under sullen skies and Tombs are a American um, metal band, sort of traditionally, they're on the sort of like sludgier, doomier side of black metal. They're not like a Dark Throne oh, no. punk black metal band or basement black metal band. Um, they're very sort of like more metal side of stuff. And I've followed them for a while, Um Partly because I, it was one of the things where I was like, that album artwork looks really cool, so I'm going to listen to that band. Um, and uh, this record didn't disappoint at all. Like, has some very seasonal mist as well. Yeah, um, one of my one of my standout moments for them actually is um, they did an EP called fucking what was it called? All Empires Fall. Um, and there's a song at the beginning of that which has such a good riff. I know um, this is supposed to be talking about the actual album that they released last year <laughs> rather than an EP they did four years ago. Um, uh, but it has a, such a good riff on it. But this is very, basically very much the same. It sounds like a Tombs record. Um, it's just a very heavy, dark black metal record, basically. Definitely. But yeah. with not as many blast beats as a traditional black metal record. 100%. Um, it's very interesting that it, they kind of bridge that gap between so like being released on... like. Season of Mist, Relapse Records, and Bridge Nine Records. Yeah. That, that, but um, that makes total sense, I think, with Tombs. Like that is where they also, sit. Really yeah. Oh yeah. Also odd that they're described as like a post-black metal band, but just looking at the track length of all of the tracks on this record. Oh yeah, they're like, like average is like five it's minutes, like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is perfect for Jamie. Yeah, absolutely perfect. You know what I'm like with like anything above like five and a half minutes. Fucking yeah. next. He's doing it right now to this podcast. Yeah, I am. Thank you. Next, there we go. He's okay. <laughs> so my number nine. <laughs> no, I'm not desperate. This is this is fun and that, but I I don't I just don't want people to have to sit through like three hours. Of this. That's their that's their choice. <laughs> they don't have to, you know. Anyway. That's the road, my friend. You've got to walk. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so my number nine is uh, the funeral. Jesus Christ, we're at number nine, aren't we? Yep. God, we need to. My number up. nine is. Let's do yeah, it. That's, that's fine. Point. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to say a lot about this. Uh, my number nine is the funeral orchestra. Uh, negative evocation rights, which was released in June. Did you guys listen to this record? No, fuck no, absolutely not. Okay, I think <laughs> you know we listened to barely anything this year. <laughs> I think it was uh, an independent, but it was distributed through Nuclear War. Now it's just really dark, cavernous, droney, noisy, screamy, like staring into black void shit. It's amazing. Like, like it's. I, I think the production on it. There were a lot of times throughout last year where I just wanted to embrace how I felt, and a lot of the time I was just feeling like I was staring into a void, and that kind of played as a soundtrack to that. So, um, so yeah, that's why it was my number nine. I kept on returning to it, so it's quite a long record. But again, Tom, I, mo- I mostly just went on long walks and listened to Phoebe Bridges. <laughs> because <laughs> I I listen to a lot of I apparently my Spotify rap told me that I listened to 2,500 new artists last year um, and check I, out the big I know I'm proud <laughs> we got we got Watson here um, <laughs> so I <laughs> see no one cares <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I listen to a lot of uh, music whilst running as well and this was a for some reason, just made me want to run home faster. <laughs> right, I'm gonna. Uh, Did you get a new right. PB? Is that how it helped? Yeah. Got now, your. What, you, what is it? Got your Peloton. Fucking. Peloton is cycling, Matt. Come on. Yeah. What's the other one? What's the one that you tried to get me on, Jamie, at the beginning of this year? Strava. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you sent me a link to Strava, or there was like a push notification that jamie is on strava yeah i didn't try I and like, do it I, I i signed up to it and used it for a bit did you do it i did my first 5k last year yeah i did i did i did a 5k no i did about four 5ks actually no i literally did and one i got 5K. i got really i got really sorry for the divergence but i got really buoyed by it when this is when i was a bit fatter <laughs> but i, I lost some oh, weight and then put, i lost a bunch of weight in the summer and then put some weight back on so congrats me um <laughs> But um, I did a 5k when I was starting to lose weight and I, it came up as like quite a good time and I was like, I walked half of that. How's that right? Oh, I guess I'm just really fast. And it turned out my GPS had gone mental and like, instead of going a straight line, it was doing that. So it, it, added, on, it, it had added on loads of extra distance. Um, so I, I went into work being like, hey guys, I did a 5k in like 26 minutes. And they looked, and this guy looked at me and was like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> what, is it in co- what is it? What is it in COD when you walk to the side? Is it Straight. like strafing? Yeah, strafing. Yeah, it was a bit like so that. You just strafing to 5K. And then, like and then I went and did another crab. one. And then I went and did another one like two days later, and it took me like thirty-one minutes, and was like, "All right, that makes more sense." Um, nice, but, uh, nice try, though. Nice try. Nice try, and I never ran again. Commendable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Matt, who was next? Eight. Number eight, and I know that this is on everyone's... I think it's on everyone's list. I know it's on Jamie's. Um, is... Fuck now. Is uh, Emma Ruth Rundell and Thou. Why is that so low? Because it's just a warm blanket. It's like a very... It's, <sighs> slightly it's not even one on mine. It's not on slightly, I'm not a massive big Thou fan anyway. But it I'm just not a huge Thou fan, up. but this made me like them. It is, it, yeah, by the it way, just, can I just say, it, it's not on mine, but it is. Uh, it is an incredible record. It's a fucking amazing yeah. record. The riffs are fucking great. It's beautiful. Great. 
It's yeah. beautiful for the fact the that the guitar tone is insane. A, yeah, the guitar tone. We, we can do this for you, Matt. Matt, shut up. How good is that guitar tone, Jamie? <laughs> the guitar tone is utterly ridiculous. Yeah. So good. And I actually hadn't listened to that much Emma Ruth Bundle before it. No, I know. And then it just makes you want to go back and, you know, check out her back catalogue as well, right? Yeah, and I did on the base of that. Perfect. Very, um, so, Jamie, very, what's, what's right, your... Right, now, what's my your, number uh, eight. Yeah, yeah thank is, you. Um, oh, no. Thanks, oh. <laughs> Carry on, Matt. You say your, say your piece. Just very quick one. Um, just purely for the fact that I didn't know this record label before, but Sacred Bones. You didn't um, know really Sacred say, Bones? I, I, thought, I thought you were going to say Sergeant House then. What the fuck? No, Sacred Bones. So, put out David Lynch and John Carpenter. So, um, that is a rabbit hole that I want to explore. Fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going solo. I cannot, I cannot handle this anymore. I thought you would have known Sacred right, Bones. Okay. Do, do, you no, do, do you want me to do my number right now? Tom, Tom I don't know metal. To cover, over, to cover over this fucking heresy. Right, quick, number eight. Um, my number eight is Spirit of Drifts, um, Enlightened in Eternity. Oh, I'm really glad to see that in your, in your list. Because I think the first time you heard it, you were like, oh, it's okay. I, I heard it, because I'd listened to their stuff before. Um, and I was just trying to search it. it and it came up with Spirited Away. <laughs> um yeah i listened to some of their previous bits um and was into it like especially um other stuff um <laughs> I, couldn't, I literally just i couldn't i just had a complete blank i couldn't you mean remember you, I'm not listen, good you were it. listening to gate creeper a lot and then you found spirited away yeah I, that, right? I, spirited away no i was listening to um <laughs> Uh, I was listening to Crypt Sermon a lot and found Spirit. Oh, fucking hell. And then I watched some Studio Ghibli and it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, but no, I'd listened to, I'd had some of their, I had some of their earlier stuff recommended to me and listened to it a little bit and was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, but along with another band I will mention later on, this record really scratched that, like, a lot of classic metal, that big classic metal itch for me, which I've, Especially with the whole like last the past like two two or so years of like the whole new wave of especially like is it new wave new of wave British is, heavy metal? Is, no, it's new wave of traditional no, heavy metal. Traditional heavy metal. There we go. It's not British heavy metal because none of the, most of these bands oh, aren't I British. That's eighties as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course. I, I know. Okay. I've heard of Iron Maiden S- say and it Saxon. Then. Say it then. Um, You've heard of imperialism, Jamie? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Big fan. Um, <laughs> You've, you've how is that worse you, than my yeah. comment about Marilyn Manson because <laughs> I'm lying um, I did I, a, I, did a, I wasn't lying you've read Thatcher's some, some, autobiography yeah so speaking of this some some mates of mine you know you know Bob and, and everyone from Leeds Matt. yeah my, my main my main source of memes that I get vicariously yeah, exactly. Um he he made me do a test online which all the rest of these guys had done as well which was how much of a percentage of a Tory are you and obviously because they're all like super northern they get zero percent and because i'm from the south and shop in waitrose i get 50 percent <laughs> it was that the criteria as I mean, well makes that was literally sense. the criteria fucking hell man um so there was Did that you complain anyway, about the price of avocados no they're the price of avocados yeah they don't um, ask that that classic <laughs> question of how much is a cart of milk anymore yeah how much <laughs> is a cart of milk how much is a loaf of bread and i'm like well a nice sourdough is about four pound fifty um um no so so spirit the spirit of drift record um proper got me for the, the the real classic metal um new wave of traditional heavy metal vibe which i've been into a lot mainly because of another band that i will mention much later down this list which is 
and and eclipses all other things for me this year. And I might mention much sooner than you. You're going to mention it much sooner, yeah. and I'll get angry yeah. about it. But <laughs> I won't. I won't. I won't talk about it too much because it was one of the when I saw them release a track, it fucking I shit myself fully. So anyway, Spirit <laughs> Drift, Enlightened in Eternity, good record. Tom, okay. number eight. Tom. Uh, my number eight is Repuked. I did send this to our group. As in, like, puked, eaten up, and puked again. I repuked it. Uh, the record's called Dawn of Reintox- uh, Reintoxication, released in October on Soul Seeker Records. This fucking record, it's got tracks on it, like, names of songs like Kick Fuck, uh, Fuck Your... <laughs> fuck... <laughs> Uh, fuck your! Fuck. I don't know why I found that so funny. Fuck your fucking corpse. Uh, so it is kind of like a. De- this, Tom, this sounds this sounds like the kind of record I would listen to when I was about sixteen. Mate, it's so good. Yeah, like, I can't help but feel like you're lowering the tone. Well, right the now, thing Tom. is, it, it, like this is a highbrow. I would have gotten into podcast. it. Be- I would have looked at it in HMV and seen the hor- horrific song titles and be like, oh, I'm going to buy this. Well, the. the- the song titles are just a bonus. Like, like when you only buy things because they have the parental advisory sticker yeah. on them. Put it on oh, Windows that, Media. That's what I did. Uh, when, I, when I bought uh, Dr. Dre's The Chronic at Woolworths, <laughs> I had to... Oh, when, I bought, when I bought the... Uh, um, what was it? The Limp Biscuit record fucking... Uh, the, is it the hot dog hot water or the chocolate flavoured... Yeah. Chocolate, 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 chocolate starfish and hot, hot dog flavoured water. water. Yeah. When I bought that, I bought, I bought that... Star Wars. I bought that and a copy of... I bought that and a copy of Fat of the Land... Um, oh, amazing! Uh, because they both said parental advisory on, and I like the big crab on Fat of the Land. Yeah, my, mine was Doctor Dre the Chronic and Outcast Stankonia. <laughs> I think we almost need to do. Which is I fucking think we amazing. Need to do an episode anyway. I think we need to do an episode just on the impact of that um, of parental advisory sticker and how much it managed the impact to of sell that records. Record. Yeah, oh, uh, how every massive. band is just a variation on Limp Bizkit. Yeah, vain. <laughs> you wouldn't be anywhere without Fred Durst. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so oh, this yeah. this record very quickly it is very much I agree with you like you know because it is a bit childish it is death by numbers um, but it's got a lot of other aspects it's like got a bit of grind there it's a bit of doom a bit of D beat you know it's got quite a bit of a D beat backbone I'd say so um, well, yeah it is silly but considering the majority of my list for last year was like just horrendously dark heavy nasty stuff not particularly not if you're a metal fan um (laughs) not if you put the effort in jamie like we didn't so repute you got you're directing this at me i'm an idiot no i'm not i'm directing at both of you two idiots idiots. plural Uh, (laughs) come on we're getting there we're getting there we're nearly halfway yeah it's it's half a karunu oh cool yes love it finish folk black metal yeah Scandy vibes, big, big boys. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, it's good. I liked it, and it's at number seven. It was better than the last album that I talked about, so that's why it's there. <laughs> it's really um, good. My, it's my, really good. It's very good. It's um, expensive. My number record. seven. My number seven. We've also talked about in that it's um, the Fallen Crimson by Envy. <laughs> Oh, so, we're so on it. We're fucking. We're very on it. Yeah. See, this is, like, this is why we were worried that it was going to take so long, but we're just like fucking swimming through it now. Um, oh, I can't wait for Tom's input, and he fucking reads an Iliad out about some terrible gore. Yeah. Grind band. Now he's done the gore grind band, <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be so it'll be like a tech death band that nobody knows about. No, that's my next one. Oh, oh fuck! Okay. Well, it's not tech death. It's kind of no, it's not at all. Uh, um. So yeah. 
Envy, really liked it. It was an Envy record, but Envy are always good, so it's the formula, but we discussed that, and if you like... It's a life emo- of if you like, if, if you like emotional <laughs> Japanese, slight screamo, slight post-metal, then it, like, it does everything you want it to do. Tom. Tom. <laughs> what? You're number seven. I mean, I'm hourly. I can stay Okay, here as long fine. As you want so, to. My, my number seven uh, is uh, Sweven, uh, The Eternal Resonance. Was that, was that, did you deliberately choose to make that number seven? No. No, that was my number seven. I sent you out my top okay. ten weeks ago. It's just because Sweven sounds like seven. No. Released on Van Records. Um, did you guys ever listen to Morbus Cron? No. Okay, fine. Um, so this is the band that came after Morbus Cron and Morbus Cron was a band that um, kind of ended rather what's, what's the phrase that I'm looking for prematurely uh, that's not a phrase the, the word I was looking for was prematurely uh, I think it was mainly because of musical differences within the band so right, imagine a band ending prematurely because of musical differences I know right yeah <laughs> oh no <laughs> Oh, not like this. Strike one. Um, but one of the one of the main guys from uh, Morbus Cron, uh, Robert Anderson, this, Sweven, which does include other members of Morbus Cron, this is more like his fully realised passion project from Morbus Cron, if that makes sense. So Sweven is his, his direction that he wanted Morbus Cron to go down. Um, and it's kind of part atheist, part horrendous. If you guys know those bands, you know uh, Atheist, Matt. Come I've, on, I know Atheist. I thought I thought you were saying that this the yeah. like. I thought those were I thought adjective. those were descriptors. Yeah, yeah, the no. genuine adjective, and I was like, that's Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, it's it's very proggy. It's like pr- very heavy prog metal, but not progressive prog metal like King Crimson. Like it's like really heavy prog metal. So it's not techy. Because uh, the production of it's like really quite sparse, um, but it's super weird. Again, the majority of stuff I was into last year was either like, like almost unlistenable or really weird, like experimental stuff. And I, I, I really love this record. Lovely, lovely. So number six for me. I'm gonna try and I, no, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce it. I don't know whether anyone's listened to this record, but I don't know. I know how it's spelled. I don't know how you say the band name. Um, it's A S E I T A S, Astias, yeah, but that ass, I think so, but that ass, but the the album's called False Peace, which is their second album. The most unbelievable thing is that this is their second album, but it's also the second album that they've been unsigned because the first time I listened to this band, I'm not a big tech death metal fan. But I listened to it, and the, the the biggest criticism I could possibly have for this record is that it's way, way, way too fucking long. So it's like 70 minutes long, but it's one of those records in which the riff changes every 30 seconds. And from a collection of individuals such as ourselves who have played in progressive bands that write 10 minute songs, you probably get away with playing the same riff for like three minutes and stretching it out and seeing how you can expand it. These guys are doing the same length of music, but with like 
almost like tenfold the amount of ideas that they're coming up with. Mm. Sometimes that's and too it's much. Like cha- it's, it is too much, but like I, it's one of those albums in which I wouldn't listen to it from front to back it's like i would listen to it in like episodically i'd listen to like the first two tracks and then listen to another couple of tracks and then come back to it again but i was just genuinely genuinely surprised by first of all the 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 problem with a lot of tech death metal is that and this is why i kind of vie towards um like black metal is the atmospheric element so the one thing that i would probably put these guys in the same camp as is something like portal um because i fucking love portal um and they're like atmospheric and you kind of get lost in it um the production on this is way cleaner than something like vex uh, vexavoid by portal um but you kind of just kind of vibe with it as it were um, and it's just a really interesting record in terms of not just its technicality, but also its atmosphere behind it. Um, and I genuinely find it criminal that they uh, that they haven't been signed to anyone before. But I find it more criminal is the fact that this is their second record. Their first record had beautiful artwork. Their most recent artwork looks like Disturbed, like the first Disturbed album. <laughs> it has the same smiley face, and it just puts me off. But like genuinely check it out because I, this is this is a bit of a wild card for me in terms of my top 10 because i'm not generally into tech death metal but i really 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 like this record if someone could actually like whoever listens to this and is friends with, of our of ours or not please please suggest some tech death that is actually engaging because um i it's, really struggle mate, with that genre or can't you just listen to necrophagist yeah, no, it's really good. Like, they, I mean, they reference directly that their main influence is like King Crimson, um, and then the Denial counters Tech Death. Oh, do mm. they? I don't know because they they play quickly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love Blood Incantation and everything like that, but I feel like that is just like run of the mill death. When it when someone says Tech yeah. Death, oh, that's that's controversial, Tom. Jesus, you can't shit on Blood Incantation. No, I'm not because I love them. I think they're amazing. Yeah. Like insane, Johnny loves him. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> like, whenever someone says tech death, I instantly go, "Oh god, this is going to be a lot of notes for no reason other than to play a lot of notes." Yeah, they are. That, yeah, I mean that's yeah. So they they do change around yeah, a lot. I mean, but they, I mean that's yeah, right. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, whatever, guys. I mean, come on. Um, but they, it's yeah, they do change around a lot, but they do have a consistent kind of narrative within their songs. Like I'd probably say Gajira is also quite close to what they are trying to encapsulate in their music. Not necessarily in terms of specifically sounding exactly like that, but the approach that they take to the music. That's interesting. Um, yeah. So my number six... <laughs> Come on, fucking prick. Go on, go on, Jerry. Yeah, go on, go on then. Yeah. Um, my number six is Utgard by Enslaved. Okay. I see some blank faces. No, no, I'd listen to Enslaved. I would have actually said that the um, uh, what's it called? Have have a have another have a what's the record? Have a crew. Already yeah, they gave they gave me lots of early Enslaved vibes. Yeah, they um, do. I mean, early Enslaved is very um, uh. There's a lot of traditional black metal in there, like the really early stuff. It's like I mean, they released stuff on like Death Like Silence and things like that. Um, 
I didn't really like I've said before about the me not being super into like that kind of black. No, I said not. I didn't. I mean, didn't. I said death metal. I meant black metal. Um, um, the for me, I got into them because um, for about the past ten years they've taken a much more like progressive turn, and that's when I've started listening to them. Like I like like Ritter and End Times, uh, absolutely brilliant records. Um, uh, but for anyone who doesn't know them, they are uh, another Scandinavian surprise, surprise oh, metal yeah. band. <laughs> why don't you marry them? Why, why don't you marry Scandinavia? Talk about, talk, talk about something else, Jamie. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, why, don't you talk about, um, why don't you talk about running again? <laughs> that was two 5Ks I did. Yeah, nice one, Jamie. Yeah, one of them wasn't even 5K. I on Instagram, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they're a Norwegian, Norwegian metal band. They draw incredibly heavily from Norse folk. Uh, uh, religion, culture, history, all that kind of stuff. God and of War. You can obviously they play a lot of God, God of War. Basically, 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 they've played a lot of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, <laughs> um, and watched watched the History Channel series Vikings, and that's where they've got <laughs> History Channel series. That's where they've guess yeah, History Channel. Is it? Yeah, it's a bit sexy for History Channel, isn't it? I thought History Channel was it just was... Nazis and sharks. No, that's just one portion of what they do. <laughs> um... No, they're a um, uh, and you'll hear see in all basically all of their music, all their imagery, any all the top most of the titles of all their songs, um, it's all very heavily based in like ancient Norse culture and and religion. Um, but it doesn't sound like there's a there are several bands. Um, I'm on a math to name one that do it in a slightly cr- in a, well not even slightly a very cringe way where it's just album album after album they're the acdc of like the viking metal world yeah 100 um it's it's album after album of just like mid-tempo we are vikings <laughs> da, 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 da. um and like there's a couple of cool riffs but like these guys take a much more interesting approach to sort of writing music with the same source material basically um and yeah the thing i really like about them is that they is the journey that they've gone on it's starting as like a quite typical black metal band um and then charting this progress to this point where they're releasing these quite i would say potentially sort of i don't want to say out there but like there's not a lot of people that sound like them and there's not a lot of people that i would really compare them to there's some very slight like opeth elements in some of the vocals maybe but um uh yeah they just took a very progressive approach and um i'm thoroughly thoroughly into them i um they've also got the same drummer as emperor are you fucking wait what they yep no like what's his name tor something trim torson yeah trim Trim Torson, same drummer as Emperor, played in Satyricon a little bit, Zyklon, Abigail Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember yeah. them? Um, they had a comeback. Was it 2019 that they had their comeback? Abigail Williams, yeah, yeah, something like that. Back from being like every like 2006, like scene, scenesters, like MySpace, like extreme metal band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that came out of nowhere as well. Yeah, such a, a strange vibe. Um, uh, so yeah, that was my. That was your number, number six. six, wasn't it? That was my number six. What's your number six, Tom? So my number six 
uh, is something, uh, uh, hopefully an album that, at least a band that I think both of you would be into. Um, and I'm not sure if it's on your list yet, uh, but Aranzi Pazuzu. Oh. Messerin I tried uh, listening. I, so I, I tried listening to them. Emphasis on tried. <laughs> what what did you find yeah, fair. wrong with them? Um, I found it difficult to listen to in a way that didn't please me. Is it the like atonality of it? So it's not so much the atonality of it because I list because I've I've listened to some atonal things before. Fucking King Gizzard. <laughs> King Gizzard. <laughs> um, but like I sometimes sometimes I want something to be a challenge. Sometimes I don't. I found this to be a challenge that I wasn't up for taking. Here's what I'm going to say about it. Um, <laughs> you're right, you're right, mate. Um, yeah. Their record, I think it was 2000, I'm probably going to get this wrong, 2016, 2017, they released, it might be 2016, they released a record called uh, Veritalia, I think it was it, Veritalia. Um, that record was without too much consideration that record was my favorite album of that year that was released i found it so bizarre and uh then majority of the band went on to release um the album with waste of space orchestra as well matt which you're familiar with waste of space orchestra uh that we've played before um which again was an amazing album um and I think this record is an extension of that 2016 record. So I think they're on a... Whilst it didn't grab me as much as their 2016 release, I think they're on a very strong trajectory. And I personally think they're one of the most important metal bands of the 21st century. <laughs> I genuinely think that. I think so they're Tom, they're one of the, they're, 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 Tom, they're one of the most important metal bands of the 21st century, yet they're only number six. Yeah, because there were better albums that were released uh, last year. Okay. But I still so think... So more important metal... So, so these, these other five bands are also some of the most important metal bands of the 21st century. No, that's not... That's <laughs> not that's, that statement resides... They're, they're, li- is limited exclusively earth. to them. Yeah. Their compiled oeuvre is, uh, is tantamount to the most important. I still it doesn't matter where I place we're them just, on the list we're just I still breaking think, your balls Tom yeah I know just breaking Fuck, your balls fucking hell man like repute you know maybe they're scholars <laughs> maybe they're scholars yeah what's yours then you great yeah what's your what's your number five Matt go on oh uh, my my number five and I think that it appears on all of ours is my um passage to Hiver Oh, that's not on mine. That's boring. Oh, fuck. Oh, you. fuck. Get you, out. It's, it's yeah. one of those. It's, no, it's a black metal band that. It's a black metal record that just sounds like wind. Oh, <laughs> and that's why I like it. I absolutely just put it on fucking. It's literally just it's, it. just. it's just a blast beat. And then. I need it. I need vocals. That. I, and it just. It's just. Oh, I love it. It sounds like wind. Jamie, do that again. I hate that. That's. Oh, I and love that's, it. Jamie, like, you're going to get us like cancelled on Metal Sucks. No, you can't oh, wait, get. No, that's the other end on the you spectrum. Can't get, isn't you it? can't get cancelled for not liking lo-fi black metal. Oh, you fucking can, and I will. Oh, you fucking can. I already like, have. Lo-fi. Is this? A, Tom's, I bet, Tom's I bet you. I bet you. you right I bet you. There's only. I bet you. I will take a fucking punt at this. It's made by one person, all on their own. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it it's is. It's made by, by the, uh, Winter. Dude, by Winter. Sort of, that's his name. Yeah, from Dark. Uh, 
What's the band name? Oh, Tom, the, the, the the cosmic band, uh, Dark Space. Yeah, Dark Space. Yeah, Dark Space. That's it. No, that was apparently, that was a cool that was a cool TV series made made by Matt Holness. So apparently, this band has been well, band <laughs> the one dude has been <laughs> has been about since like mid two thousands, I think. Yeah, but e- but every and he's had all this time. He's had all this time. No, Jamie. No, he's wait, practice he's how make, to make. He's put out records, but they've, they've all been considered to be demos. So this is his yeah, day, he's debut. Put out records. Yeah, this wasn't a demo. Out, no, he's put out You're records. You're a fucking demo. Like 70, You're a fucking demo. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I'm fucking. And you I'm did not pass, Jamie. So he's uh, so he's like he's put out like fucking thousands of minutes of music. Thousands. Like each records like yeah, like seventy thousand minutes each bla- worth of each music. Each blast more more fast, terrible than more more. more. <laughs> More mediocre than the last, um, but uh, but the, apparently this is his first record, and it is like two hours long. It is. So Jamie, if you wanna, how can you listen to that? two hours of that kind of black? Metal? That two hours isn't actually that long. Have you ever fucking listened to Sun? Have you ever listened to Stephen O'Malley talk yes. about why music should be long? Uh, no, I, of course I've listened to Sun. No, I have not listened to Stephen O'Malley talk about long music. It's not actually that long in the in the grand scheme of your shitty little life. Like you could, <laughs> you could, you could spend two hours just immersing yourself and letting go. Like, hey, Jamie, here's a question: Do you ever listen to podcasts? Uh, yeah, I do, Tom. But they're a lot more My interesting own. than 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 fucking inaudible black metal. Fair. Fair, <laughs> Matt. You saw Matthew. You're supposed to be backing me up here. <laughs> Matthew, no, this has gone on way too long. <laughs> we need to kill this right now. We haven't done this in like how like ten months, <laughs> and I'm 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 already done. Although we're, nah, we're, you're not. We're, nah, this, is this is you're having a fun. This time. is good content. Do you want, <laughs> you're having do a good know, time. Do you want to know? More? Yes, because you're getting steadily fucking more sourced. That's what's happening, <laughs> yeah. Matt. Uh, do you want to fucking... know, know my number five? Yeah. No. no yeah. Fuck, I actually, why would I? I actually. I'm obligated to know your number this. five. No, I'm, yes. I'm actually. I, I think I've actually only put this here, and I don't think I actually don't think this should be as high up now. Come to think of it, and I think I like the Enslaved record more, but I've put, um, Phanerozoic two Mesozoic slash Cenozoic by Boogaloo. by the Ocean. Jamie, um, just before you start, can I just say this? Remember last year when you put Tool in your top 10 and you chucked <laughs> oh yeah because you wanted to is this the same thing no Thomas no wait 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 this is what f- what, f- what fear inoculum should have been yeah so i realize now one of the reasons i like this record <laughs> is the the sheer amount of tool influence all over it is a better tool is... better than tool yeah it's it's what well, it's, it's it's a lot more metal than tool would ever be but it's 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 German metal tool. It's it's is it it's, be- it's German better tool. Better tool, but German better fear inoculum. We'll put it like that. I'm not saying it's better than tool as a band, but because um, their their previous records haven't been as good. There hasn't been this much no. as they haven't been as good. There hasn't been this much tool influence at all. Maybe it is just the tool influence that makes them really good. Um, but a few of these previously were just some very generic European post metal records. Um, and some slightly questionable kind of like, I don't know, slightly like metal corey trap shit. I thought of. you were going to talk about politics for a moment there. No, right? no, I wouldn't do that to you. 
Um, Mainly because he doesn't. Uh, so yeah, but this record, this record was really good. Like I liked their last one a lot because there was more of a Cult of Luna vibe going on and some blast beats and stuff, which is again very Euro. Um, Cult of Luna with blast beats—that's like half of like the <laughs> German like post metal scene. Um, uh, yeah, but I really like this big tool influence. Planks, planks are great, mate. Like I, I remember playing with planks a Plank. bunch. Yeah, they, they let man. me. Yeah, they lend me they lend me their pedal and their head for one of our shows, and it's the be- most beautiful. It's Hughes and Kettner pedal, and it was one of the most beautiful tones I've ever had. Um, I still listen to that Tentacles song. Mm. It's, it's got a really cool riff. It's really good. Mm. Um, anyway, so this is the Ocean Record. Um, thoroughly liked it. Big Tool vibe. If you like Tool and if you like heavy stuff, then it's a nice mix of the two. Do you think they I need like a ding counter yeah. for every time we've said vibe? But I'm not listening to the whole of this podcast. Yeah. And do you ding. do you think uh, do you think they ever get called out or like feel like really pissed off when they're on stage and they go, "Thanks, we are the ocean." <laughs> and then, um, yeah, some like some kid goes, "No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. They're 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 Alexis on fire, but from sorry." <laughs> Uh, are we up to five, yeah? Oh, that yeah. was my five. Okay, yeah. so my five is have a crew new. Hey. Cool. Yeah. Wonderful. Right, so my number four, quiet down, Tom. We've done that already. No, it's all right. We've literally well, I don't need to covered say, it yeah. twice. It's worth it. It's um, worth it. Uh, my number four is Malog Parton. Uh, I don't know whether that's broken up. This correctly. is really good. I don't record. know whether I'm putting the wrong. Yeah, I don't know whether I'm putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Um, but it's <laughs> sorry. Uh, that was pronunciation <laughs> there. No, that was the joke. Yeah. Oh, Jamie. that was the joke. Jamie. That was the joke. Fucking hell. Oh, Matt, delete that. <laughs> delete that. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do the album title, but it's. It begins. The first word begins with a K, and the second word is own. Um, they're from Slovakia I feel like this is one of my albums in which Tom would be really proud of me because I know that when we started this podcast he was just like I don't just want it to be like a showcase for like American and British bands Um, so I feel like I've really I've genuinely like you know stretched out like I've put my put my tendrils out to all the all the metal spheres in the world Um, this is really interesting because I it's on one of those you know when you well Jamie you know because when we looked at those top 10 lists of other people's <laughs> to which we were like what should we catch up on I was like <laughs> oh this looks like a good record it's a really good record so it's like it's Slovakian black metal um all the lyrics are about witchcraft which I fucking dig um on top of that like it's like this it's it borders on melancholy melodic elements but it's more like that kind of black and roll yeah. kind of thing which yeah. is closer towards like Bathory <sighs> than anything Oh that's actually else. one of one of my honourable mentions which I should have mentioned at the beginning is has, is that kind of vibe. Yeah and um, uh, the other what, thing you'd probably what? say uh, The Last Midnight record. Oh Midnight's fucking wicked yeah but Vampire yeah. was better just saying. So you know. Yeah uh, probably say the best Jaw Harp of 2020 so there you go The, the best what? For you your harp oh oh okay again it's a really weird record and i think it works so well 
is a really good record and the production is kind of it's not necessarily raw um more so in the in the percussion drums and anything else and it kind of reminded me of um of like that the, the thing that Fenris always says about Dark Throne is the fact that he hates like that overproduction and over compression and it's where like a kick drum actually sounds like you know synonymous kick drum with a bass drum there is actually bass frequencies in the kick drum and that can have such a massive impact on the whole sound of the record as not having that kind of like very metallic um like beta hitting a penny kind of sound yeah. with a lot of metal that you get which is like the um as i lay dying the oh yeah joey the in 94 hours the bit where it literally yeah. sounds like you're like flicking like the the lid of a tin or something you've got just the, um, the tip you've got the, you've got the playing card <laughs> you've got the playing card in the wheel space so it's going <laughs> uh, you guys want to go play yeah, stick no, ball yeah it's it's really good um and it yeah it get, it gives you those kind of early 90 well i guess kind of like 94 96 black metal vibes but um, definitely well, not, not 95 not 93 not or 97 ni- not 95 no it's not where they progress beyond 93 we've, <laughs> okay. we've evolved beyond 93 okay jamie right who's up next um my number 4 is uh forgotten days by paul bearer mm yeah, I'm surprised that didn't. That's actually. that's that really high, that? you know. It is high. It's high partly because I listen to it more than the rest of these records. It's high oh, mainly because okay. I'm. High. Are you putting are you putting hidden criteria in here that you shut on me for with Obsidian Kingdom in terms of not necessarily whether you thought it was good, but whether you listened to it more? I didn't shit others. on them. I just talked about differences in context and. That kind of criteria. Um, no, I put Paul Bearer on here. Basically, A, I really, really like Paul Bearer. Like, a lot. Um, ever since I listened to fucking um, Foundations of Burden ages ago. I was like, this is crazy. Like, mm. hadn't listened to a Doom band like that before. Um, would you say what? Would you say it's more... It's not... Because it's not just straight up Doom. No way, no. Is it Funeral Doom? Is it? Is that what it is? I don't think it? it is even No, that. it's not Funeral Doom. Those are a collection of words, yes. <laughs> um, uh, he sounds... There's more slight Ozzy Osbourne vibes, I guess, vocally. But, um... Uh, yeah, it's just... A, it's, it's, it's a good Paul Bearer record. Is it as good as their earlier records? Probably not. Um, but there's some... They they still absolutely kill it like guitar tone wise like, um, and um, what did you th- yeah. what did you think of Heartless? I t- I feel I feel like because Heartless was their full length just before this one that yeah. I started kind of losing interest. I didn't like it as much. I I didn't listen to it as much because uh, it came out not too long after I'd started listening to Foundations of Burden and Foundations of Burden is incredible. Um, so when I listened to Heartless I was like oh, okay fine this is alright and then didn't listen to them for a while and then caught up with this album when it came out last year and was because I'd had a bit of a break and this has a lot of the heaviness of um, Foundations of Burden I feel like Heartless didn't have some of that like raw kind of heaviness and this does yeah okay you done? <laughs> yep my number four is Envy. Hey. The Fallen Order. Well, I'm That's very, high. Very, it's very, really very high, surprised. but I just think it's... 
I just think it's such a solid, have we solid already record. Gone past it on your list, Jamie. We have, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. Mine was like number seven. Yeah, I'm very, very surprised about this. I, d- I just think there's an element of it that is attributed to trying to look at the year as a whole within metal. And I know that I was questioning like whether it should even be part of this list at all. But I listened to it a lot. It's that nostalgia aspect that we've all been talking about, like the familiarity of everything. Um, and I just think it really encapsulates the post-hardcore, come hardcore, come post-metal, screamo um, sound. And it just it just merges it all together really, really well. And, you know, I, I fucking love Envy. I just wish their records weren't so expensive. <laughs> so, yeah. I know, I know what you're Should saying because uh, there were so many there was so much music that came out last year and I did spend the majority of my majority of my time j- literally just listening to music um, but there was something about it maybe Envy is my tool I think Envy are your tool Tom okay so we're on the same page okay that's the important thing Matt Matt I'm pray- I think I know which, what Matt's next one's going to be and I really hope it is um, so my next one is I'm I'm kind of torn because I think it should be my number one. This podcast has gone on really long. Um, is and I this is my prime Jamie album, and I really want Jamie to listen to this because I feel like he's gonna fucking love it. It's no, you haven't. I don't know whether you. No, no, I, I know it it's already. I know it's not what you I, you think I think it's gonna be. Oh, that's a shame. So this this band is called Lord Vigo, and uh, the album is called Dance de Noir. So Lord Vigo are a German band and just search them on Spotify because you will see them in all their leather jacket glory. <laughs> and so they are epic doom metal. Um, and they're so, oh, the, I, like, I can't begin to, I listen to them as a good. <laughs> Sorry, I've just, so the first track, it looks like it's an intro track because it's 38 seconds long. It's called The Voigtkampf Situation, obviously Blade Runner reference. It's <laughs> that all... sounds like comedically like... <laughs> It's oh, a Blade oh, we sent theme. the guy to interview the replicant and oh, it was a bit of a void comp situation. <laughs> <laughs> it is a full it is a full um Blade Runner themed album. Um, Are you human? But it's yeah. M- Memento well. Shoulder of Orion. Yeah, very good. Yeah. It's it's operatic doom metal. It's beautiful. It's got Phil Collins snare. Um, yeah, I like that. I just listened like, to a little bit of it. Like uh it's so named after a Ghostbusters 2 character. Not even Ghostbusters, but Ghostbusters 2. No, Ray, it's, uh, I, Vigo. Vigo, Vigo, the, Vigo <laughs> the Carpathian um, sat on a crown of... What is it? Sat on a, sat on a throne, throne of, of skulls. skulls. Yeah. Um, De- death of is but members. a door, time is but a window. I'll be back. How do you know that, Tom? Because I, I really like... Everyone shits on Ghostbusters too, but I think it's genuinely a really yeah, good. Yeah, it's film. amazing. The only reason like, why um, the the crew didn't like it is because the um, like the post production team came in and basically ruined the idea of what Ghostbusters was supposed to be, which was like a buddy movie with ghosts, and it turned into that's still a buddy. It, movie. it turned into a ghost movie with buddies in it. <laughs> I think that's the best way to uh, like it was too it was too CGI led. I think they they said, but I th- I still think it's amazing i love that i love that film 
I feel like this should be my number one, actually, in retrospect. Um, so it's on High Roller Records, who my number one currently are also on High Roller Records. So ah. they're on a fucking winning streak. Um, but this is their fourth album. And for me, I'm going to be very quick because we're at the end of our runtime. Um, it's fucking Phil Collins snare, fucking soaring, wobbly vocals, like all over the place. Um, it has Iron Maiden riffs and harmonies. Um, so basically for me, I'd say like in terms of for fans of, I'd probably say it's like Cathedral mixed with like new wave of British heavy metal kind of sound. Um, bit of candle mass in there and I'm gonna say it's sister of, sisters of mercy um idle hands Jesus Christ. and grave pleasures you mean unto others doing a bit doing doing a big fat buff <laughs> and uh they they've yeah they've slowed their music way down so it's sexy gothic fucking doom metal it's it's wonderful wow. and it should be actually at my number <laughs> I love that. Um, but That's Jamie nice. I would insist that you listen to it because I just listen I just listen to about 10 seconds of it and yeah it sounds cool um but on that note should I do my number three yeah. yes so it's Martin Gretsch in it oh, oh mortal core some some operatic indie mixed operatic, with industrial operatic and... indie industrial um gent apparently <laughs> is that where he's going? Well, well, it's not really gent. It's There's just the, some the like only big gent inclusion in on this list on any of our. Lists. It's not really gent. There's no, just some like not. very big, very big riffs in there. Um, I I put this record on there because much like Matt, I think Matt showed me Martin Gretsch when we were in high school because you had a big old boner for Open Heart Zoo. It's incredible, unsurprisingly. Mm. Yeah, because it's incredible, and then. Releases, a, I think he did an album after that, didn't he? Yeah. Um, it's the one with the cross on the front. Yeah. Um, and then nothing for 13 years. And all of a sudden, I saw it because Pete Miles posted about it. Our um, friend Pete Miles, patron saint of the podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, producer Whether extraordinaire. Whether he wants to or not. Producer extraordinaire who we worked with eight years ago. <laughs> um <laughs> um uh, yeah, he posted it and was like, oh, holy shit, it's a new Martin Gretsch record. And so I listened to it and um, was fucking blown away. And it just sounds, it's just, it's Martin Gretsch's airy, incredibly high-pitched, ethereal vocals, voice. falsetto voice, um, lots of incredibly lovely guitars, um, and some incredibly massive riffs. And if you like, this is the thing, it, Martin Gretsch is the kind of thing where it's like, oh, did you like Martin Gretsch? Then you'll like the new Martin Gretsch record. <laughs> yeah. So like Envy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like a warm blanket. You could just, you, you know what you yeah, get. Yeah, it, it had, it, it, there was a big layer of nostalgia there from like listening to Martin Gretsch in high school. And um, again, not hearing anything about him for a very long time. And all of a sudden, from nowhere, there's, oh, by the way, I was been making this record for the past like four years. Um, and here it is. So didn't yeah. didn't Travis do that as well? Uh, that's why <laughs> Travis is on my number one spot. Oh, shit! <laughs> Sorry to give it away. Um, okay, my number three. <clears throat> I really have to prepare myself for this. My number three is Eternal Champion. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank God, because that's my number two, so we can escape the fucking 
mainline straight into Jamie. Can I just say, just very quickly on this record, it is a really, really good record, but I, I, I specifically want to praise Arthur Rizik for his 2020 because he mixed and mastered the Black Curse record. He mastered Butcher. He mastered the Sirith Ungol record that came out last year. Um, he produced and mastered Of Feather and Bone, which was a sick record. And he produced that um, Shibalba record as well. He did loads more, but there were just a few. That Isn't it Shibalba? Shibalba. 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 Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, that's my, no- that's my number three. I'm going to save, I'm going to reserve all comment until... It's because you know good. it's my number one. Should, should we, my number two, Eternal Champion. Like, I feel like it should have gone a bit below the last record. Actually, I think my last record is probably better in retrospect. But um, yeah, there you go. Nothing was. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna, t- we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna talk about this record towards the end because Jamie's gonna lay it on us. Yeah. Uh, oh, is it? So we up to number two now. So my number two is um, Emma Ruth Randall and Thou. Jesus, that's really high, man. That's really it high. Is really that's high. surprisingly high. It's good. Like it's Not really, really good. Like it is really good. I'm applying to some context to this in that I listened to this record almost as much as I listened to Eternal Champion. Like nearly as much. Like I I I had more of a reaction to this record than I did it like any of the others bar Eternal Champion. Um like it, it felt like something that I needed at that point in time. Um, whether we're talking about it as being that kind of like warm blanket, because it feels like a, it's like a, it's got this. The sound of it has this like all-encompassing kind of like, like you're not just listening to a cool metal record. Like you're experiencing a cool metal record that has. I get, I get the same feels from like Yezu kind of thing like where it's just like you you want to dive into it it's not like it's not it's not post-metal where it's like abrasive it's post-metal yeah no it's just like a you you feel part of it and it surrounds you and i think like it's one of those things where i hadn't i'd listened to thou before and been like oh yeah these guys are cool i hadn't really listened to emma ruth rundle before but i have since i've listened to this record and she's really good um but this feels like the kind of thing where together they're better than either of them are apart um yeah it's kind of the polar opposite of that uh bell witch record that came out last year with uh was it ariel something um because you guys you guys are big fans of bell witch ariel pink i like bell witch yeah and then ariel pink <laughs> well, no, no thank uh, you. <laughs> a- ariel ariel ruin did you guys listen to that split it was no, like it I wasn't a split not, it was no. like a it was like a collaborative effort and to me that Bell Witch record that came out, was it 2018 or 2019? Uh, I had to wait, the album. Yeah. Um, uh, Mirror, yeah. Mirror Reaper. Did that co- yeah, that yeah, that was a while ago. Oh, so it's a couple of years. Uh, Some of the best album artwork ever. Fucking though. amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And the record, absolutely incredible. Um, mm. That came out One 2017. Fuck me. Um, so I was really looking. Oh, shit, I was really looking forward to the Bell Witch Aerial Ruin uh, record that came out last year, and I just left it feeling so not deflated, but just a, a bit disappointed because I had them to such high regard. Whereas this Emma Ruth Rundle Thou record, I didn't anticipate to be as profoundly kind of. I had a massive like visceral reaction to it. And it's not, mm. it's not even in my top 10, but it, like, it, it is literally astounding when you listen to it for the first time. 
it's got it just sounds so huge yeah like the whole thing the production's incredible like we talked about before the guitars are like one of the best things i've heard in a very long time um and but it's just the combination of that with it's, it's funny how her voice goes so well because the dude from thou has this incredibly screechy it's my one big turn off with them actually is the, is the vocals it's like that kind of that yeah, I so it's one of the things. I hate yeah, kind of. So, it, yeah. but in, that's one of the things that when I listened to Thou by themselves, it was kind of like I was a bit like, oh, "All right, okay, this is fine." Um, but paired with her, it, for some it really reason, it works, works really, so well. really. And well. the artwork is sick. Yeah, the artwork's incredible, and they've since done that little EP with the uh, with a um, Cranberries cover on it. Yeah, which in comparison has it been released to yet? Or sorry. Because I know that they that obviously they did the the I think the full length, which is weird because that that record is like thirty minutes long, which you wouldn't expect with like a, a progressive like mm. a band that do like ten minute long songs and they've got like four tracks on it. Um, but didn't they just do? Has has their next record come out? Because they've got another collaboration. Yeah, they've got um, another one. I don't think it's come that, out, but right. Um. I don't think it's come out, but in comparison to uh, when you mentioned like the Cranberries and like covering and stuff like that, like in comparison to bands like was it Into Armor that just had the most shocking? Was it? Did they do Nirvana covers? Into Armor? No, the one you're talking you're talking about um, that, that band Vestiges that yeah. covered that covered uh, Zombie. Oh man, which was god awful. No, but Into Armor did oh. a bunch of covers as well last year, didn't they? Yeah, Wait, when uh, when when did they cover that? Was that who? a long time ago? Who? Um, the 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 zombie cover. Oh, that was that was, was when we were still in. That was when Lightbearer was still a thing. That was ages. You're ago. thinking of vestiges. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I said, said vestiges. vestiges. Oh, did no, you? No, we're talking oh, about okay, Inter- sorry, Inter- <laughs> Interama did a did some Alice and was it Alice and Chain covers last year? I know that. Full disclosure: I was actually on my dictionary app trying to figure out how to say the album title for my number one, so that's why I wasn't being engaged dickhead um oh no inter armor did. did uh neil young pr- oh they did purple rain prince yeah awful i think it was purple rain that was really awful last year jesus christ they did march of the pigs fucking hell they covered chromags hard time uh, which one? hard times oh yeah they're not going to top us though jesus. just just to context that myself and jamie used to play in a band that did the cover of hard times and it was fucking yeah. immaculate Okay, uh, so um, your number two, Tom. My number two is uh, Passage d'Hiver. Hey, great! How no. is that number two? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. How, no, uh, Jamie? It's actually from Running a lot. Um, it's it's okay. really good music to run to, and it. I don't know why. I don't know whether it's just because of the pace of the record, and it doesn't change. <laughs> like nothing changes, and it's just like you can just ignore it. But I just really engaged with it and every time i listen to it either that are we talking about schnee the record is it im traum or is it schnee are you talking about uh im oh Invald. i'm looking at eps nah. there's one called schnee <laughs> and it, yeah it's the snow yeah. <laughs> sorry snow um snow. so i don't know what it is about this record but like and i it's it's going to cost about a thousand pounds on fucking discogs now, but it just had this like overriding effect on me every time I listened to it, where I just wanted to listen to not the whole thing because most of the time I wouldn't be doing something for where I 
would be able to listen to it for two, two hours. hours. Unless I was running, maybe, but like um, where I could listen to the majority of it. But sometimes I'd be going to work at about five in the morning and it'd be really fucking bleak and dark outside and I felt miserable and all I wanted to do was, you know, instead of putting on dashboard, was put on. <laughs> <laughs> was put on something that would make you feel more miserable. Yeah, I, I really fucking love it. And like, I, I think it's just fucking wicked traditional black metal. I think it's wicked. Oh, the only thing I would say about it is that his main influence as a band is Burtson. Well, there we go. How can that be your number two? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Fuck Wikipedia. Right. Right. Are we? Are we at the end game? We well, are. You should, we should all be at the point. We should all be at the point by now where, if we, we ever get into or want to talk about black metal band, you Google their name with NSBM. I do. No, I do. I had to do. Uh, I no, had to I do, do that do for Panzer Faust. I genuinely do that. I had to do that for Panzer Faust. I had to do that for Have a Crew New. I did that. I did. I did that for Have a Crew. Yeah, yeah, and they're fucking sweet. As far as I'm aware, we're aware. Go on then, Matt. <laughs> Only crypto racists. Um, so my number one. Um, and I know that we've used the phrase warm blanket quite a lot in this podcast. but Yeah, because I, I listened think, to this record and was like, this is your number one. I think that we um, I think that we all kind of said that we just want we kind of want something that's familiar and we want kind of like one thing. This was my for fresh metal. I want fresh metal to fresh like I I'm not particularly I, I find it very difficult to describe bands like. Metallica and Megadeth is fresh when the majority of the time they're not thrashing, um, which is why I really, really loved Power Trip. Oh, I don't think we mentioned it. R.I.P. 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 Pull one out for you boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the band is Toxic Death and the album is uh, Subcoral Demons. Um really like just straight down the line exactly what you need in terms of thrash it made me want to grab my fucking bullet belt like straight out i don't have a bullet belt i went looking on etsy um (laughs) but it's exactly it's exactly what i want in terms of like just a thrash metal record um it's not super high production it's actually quite cavernous in terms of its reverb and it has like a lot more bass frequencies than you would expect in 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 that kind of that kind of forum um but uh yeah i think it's it is exactly what i needed towards the end of the year um just trying to think when it came out i I think it came out like october time or something um but it really clenched it for me um they they've only had one album before that which was uh 2014's speed metal hell and this is like a massive overhaul both the artwork if you listen if you listen to the record and the artwork and look at the artwork against listen to this record and the artwork for this it's pretty much indicative of the quality um but it's really good it's not too long it's got the obligatory angel of uh angel of death falsetto scream at the end of the record it's exactly what i needed and i really 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 loved it so jamie didn't yeah i know i listen no 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 no. i listened to it and it's good there were better i can totally i can i can see your explanation is completely valid and i can totally see why that is number one on your list if you needed that then you needed that and that is perfectly fine i listened to it and was like okay this municipal waste album sounds weird (laughs) um 
In terms of the big four, I probably have to say it's more akin to like uh, Anthrax. Dude, and you, you do realise that Sodom, Sodom released an album last year. I was actually going to say they're, they're probably closer to, in terms of the big four, if I was to trade out any of the big four for Sodom, like th- these guys are the closest like to Sodom that I would expect. I haven't listened to that Sodom record either. It's fucking so it's really good. I maybe it I, should be your number one. Yeah. Listen to it, it now be. and add it. If I don't even listen to it, just skip through a few tracks. It's just hard cut to me giving a big monologue no. about Sodom. But that's my number one. I don't, there's genuinely not much more to say of that other than it did exactly what I wanted it to do. I didn't even know what it wanted it to do and it did it. So, But the, what, I'll, what I'll say, in not in Matt's defense as such, but like what I'll say is that I think it was that record that incited your like kind of desire to want to go back and listen to other stuff of last year because you listened to it quite late in 2020 yeah probably yeah no because i sent it to you before we even talked about doing another podcast and i was like actually this is really good like and this came out this year like i was genuinely surprised um because i know that tom always picks me out on being very cynical about new music and i am very cynical about new music but i I was genuinely surprised and i am now trying to put the effort in um so thank you tom thank you for thank you for fulfilling my life we all have our role to play jamie so that does mean that does mean that we can now get to the single most important jamie's chomping at the bit uh should i just say should i just say fucking eternal champion Raven nine okay next my favourite album of last year was <laughs> Skip to, Ravening yeah. Iron by Eternal Champion because it was probably the single greatest thing to happen to me all year. Um, <laughs> it's been a tough year on all it of was, us. Shane. It was the gift I did not know I fucking needed. Yes, it was. Um, you knew you needed it because you knew it was coming. I, well, well, I didn't know I needed it until I didn't know it was coming. I, well, I did know it was coming when they really put a song on their band camp and I fucking lost my shit. Like, shared it with everybody who I knew would care about it and was like, holy shit, there's a new Eternal Champion song. It. And didn't care. I sent it to my mum. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. um, just went on Tinder. Sent it to my, sent it to my boss. Sent it to everyone. Yeah, literally. Did, a cha- did an email to work that just had at everyone. And um, got, yeah, reprimanded because of it. Set up a um, Facebook page called Eternal Champion Fam. Yep, yeah, I made... <laughs> Changed my changed my um eternal my, champion fan underscore sixty nine. Changed my like name on every social media thing to like eternal champion fan sixty nine. Um, <laughs> honestly, like it's, uh, it's just I can't explain just how how much enjoyment I get from listening to that band. Try. Like, ever since I listened to Armor of Ire, um, and that those first uh, like when Hammer of when Iron the Hammer kicks in. Um, that just set the tone for me for like everything they've done, and it regularly annoys me. They're they're actually one of the bands that I went out of my way to go and pay for their music, um, mostly because they're not on Spotify, so you have to buy it on Bandcamp after you've listened to it. A and few you times. did not get thanked um, in the liner notes. <laughs> no, I don't, um, but um, I get such like they literally few bands make me want to like make me like grin. And like genuinely want to like literally headbang, and these guys do that, and they are the I would consider them to be the peak of the current like wave of new traditional heavy metal, because it's it's the it's like because obviously the, the, you can and you you can also hear 
like cause obviously they a lot of them used to be in iron age before um and you can hear a lot of iron age before that and you can also if you go back and listen to iron age you can hear a lot of where they were going with eternal champion in that as well and dude they, they just... were in fucking war hungry which i think is mad yeah it's crazy yeah exactly but like the thing is for me eternal champion is like like oh every basically everyone that's into hardcore or grows up listening to hardcore is also super into metal and this well for the most part, i was about anyway, to say what I the was. fuck have you met anyone from essex before well <laughs> stop yeah, stop <laughs> um we won't talk about that um but like for me anyway this band is like the perfect combination of like people that grew up listening to hardcore and metal and playing in metal, metal bands and hardcore bands that have injected just the right amount of the tiniest bit of like a kind of like hardcore like ethos or vibe into a metal band and it working absolutely perfectly um and yeah they just they just make me feel various um it makes you feel powerful listening to it like like you're wielding a sword yeah it literally makes so i know this sounds corny but it makes me feel like i'm like playing dungeons and dragons like fighting a horde of like orcs or something like i respect that i do personally i think that um the next if, if no wait, wait 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 if there if there is a summerlands the album that comes out anytime soon, oh if there's another summerlands record it'll probably eclipse it, it but. exactly and i feel like but it wasn't 2020 was it so no but that's get to fuck maybe when we talk about 2021 records in a year's time i'll be saying that the next the second summerlands record is like the best thing i've ever heard because it may well will be i personally think i think matt agrees with me here um armor of Aya is it's a better record it's a better record better record uh, than than the than the most recent record um maybe but like having going more fun i would say that Ravening Iron's more fun. I think the standout moments of Armor of Iron, aka the intro of Iron the Hammer and the whole of Iron the Hammer. Was that? Um, <laughs> and, they, and they bring it back in. I'm pretty sure yeah. they do a little <laughs> at some point. Yeah, they probably do. So um, all is forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, probably that song is probably the peak of what they've done so far. But um, just the fact that they released a new album this year and. Um, The inch, the fucking. It's da 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 Incredible record, my favourite album of last year. Go, Tom. Lovely stuff. Uh, so mine is, I don't think it's obscure, but apparently it might be, um, is a record that came out in February on Season of Mist. I think Season of Mist had quite a good, they usually have a good year every year, but um, they seem to have like peaked <laughs> back in February for me. Uh, my number one is uh, Regardle en Tombeur. Or regardes les hommes tomba. Um, regard, regard these what sad men. No, it's uh, Look at these well sad trans- men. translated. It's uh, see the men fall. 
Okay. Uh, Are you sure it's not like, look at these men trip over? Yeah, I'm 100% sure. According to uh, Google, okay. according to Google <laughs> Translate. <laughs> um, so the album's called Ascension. Uh, they're from Nantes in France, or Nantes. Um, oh, Nantes? Yeah, Nantes. They're from Nantes <laughs> in France. No, it's, 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 it's like, it's Nantes. Nantes. It's Nantes, isn't it? It's Nantes. It's not Nantes. It's Nantes. I think it's Nantes. Because it's got no. an S on the end. But you don't pronounce you don't pronounce the S. No, you like, don't pronounce uh, the S. That's why I'm not pronouncing the S. No, so that's why. Why, it's why are we talking about nonte nont rather than it's the not album? Nonte. <laughs> look, Tom. If you look at the go on the wiki page and look at the pronunciation, it is nont. Well, that's my one. That's my one per list. <laughs> is it good? Now. Did you enjoy it, Tom? Yeah. What is it like? Oh, it's great. <laughs> Have I ruined it? Is it like a warm blanket? <laughs> no, it's not really. Um, was it precisely what you needed that last year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's nostalgic. It's cavernous. It's heavy. It's are you noisy. A, are, you, are you a hack film? Uh, a hack uh, movie? Uh, not movie. Fucking hack music critic like myself and Jamie. Yeah, clearly. Um, just buzzwords. It's it. It's just a really. Cla- there's like one thing I really fucking love about metal is when they have multiple uh, vocalists that have completely different octaves use completely different like tombas in their like, one, of the, one of them has to play um an instrument though at least because two vocalists that don't do anything other than sing is the single most cringe oh thing mate i'm actually going to back you on that that's 100 percent true um so yeah the other and i know that because i was in a band that did that for a bit oh what's the name of the band they were on um uh catatonic youths is it um, uh, Cunt Hunt 777? Oh, yeah, Cunt Hunt 777. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, terrible. This is, it's literally, all I'm going to say about this record is that, I mean, fucking season of misregard it as, like, mystical black metal. Like, take that however the fuck you want. Um, it's just really, really bizarre music. And, like, the the different vocal inflections that come in and out, the way how it's been produced, it literally sounds like... If did you have you guys ever watched um, Children of the Stones, the sixties, seventies? No. Okay, never mind. Basically, it. Ba- I, haven't, I haven't watched anything that was made before like nineteen ninety one. Oh Come my on. god! Are you one of those people that doesn't watch anything in fucking black and white? Um, he's only he's only seen Phantom Menace. And that's I watched about Citizen it. Kane, and I watched the black and white version of Mad Max. Right. Okay. The 2015 yeah. black and white yeah. version of Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I just think it's a fucking amazing record, uh, and I, it stays with you when you listen to it, and it's. it's I, I still think about it like literally, <laughs> not every day, but like very regularly. I think I'm going to chuck this on because every time I listen to it, <laughs> it's one of those things. It's a bit like Dark Souls, Jamie. Where there are secrets in it, where you can just there are secrets within in it. it they don't yeah, let on. yeah, exactly. You almost need to go on Google to find out. Like, need, you, you need to a walk. You need a walkthrough for this record. You need all the item descriptions. Exactly, and that's what I love about it. Because every time I listen to it, I go, "Fuck that!" That one specific bit sounds so intricate and weird, and you go into that area and you can explore it. Um, I really do recommend it. Like, I know that you know. You love Eternal Champion. We all listen to Eternal Champion. And Matt really sold Lord Vigo to you because it was kind of funny as well. 
but I would and appreciate <laughs> exactly. I would appreciate if like if there was one album on this list that yeah, I've just listened to a five seconds of it. And it sounds really good. There we go. Okay, I've done my job. I can go to fucking bed now. Well, yeah. I'm glad that we came to the end of this. Uh, I'm glad that we came to the end of this podcast, and I could go this back to slog. listening to the same fucking Taking Back Sunday record that I listened to yeah, about I, a million I, times before. I, I can't. I can't wait to listen to um, Code and Cambria again tomorrow. <laughs> so, who wants to, who wants to tell everyone where they can find us? Oh, very, our, very um, our, our, in, our internet crypt. Very, very quickly. Um, just not going off piece, but last year uh, we did set up a Just Giving page and we didn't take it down. It's just ongoing. Yeah, good point. Um, we set up a page uh, on Just Giving uh, called uh, Metalheads in, Sol- in Solidarity with BLM. Um, we're not going to go into it now. We, we've literally just done about two and a half, three hours worth of podcasting. But um, if you can donate and... Um, like we like we said earlier on we appreciate that we don't know anyone's circumstance right now we don't know um what is going on in in our our own lives let alone yours um this is a really really important thing that we've tried to do where you know as a community being metalheads we have an obligation to call out racism when we see it hear it fucking smell it um so if you can take a moment it's it's on our it's on our um instagram uh page i think it's i think you can find it in other areas as well if you could just visit it and just read what we've said about it we said it about in about august last year and it's still up there as a campaign we're trying to raise money for black lives matter please take the time to just have a look to see what we've said and if you can donate that would be amazing uh that's all i'll say on that because i'm not going to go any further (laughs) now it's been too long um other things that we need to say is yes we have um you can find us now on um spotify x and ferris the heavy metal podcast you can find us on multiple other podcasting platforms soundcloud um podcast itunes uh and multiple others you can email us x and ferris podcast um we have a twitter x and ferris pod you can find us on facebook x and ferris heavy metal podcast we don't use it we don't even know the access to it but do it anyway uh are there other things that we need to address there i don't know i feel like we've encapsulated eight months of absence absences this is yeah, we've done all right. Taking us a while to yeah. get there. What I'll say is, um, we are going to try and pick this up now, so we're not just going to be that fleeting one annual <laughs> review podcast. We're not. We're not. Gonna, we're not going to be that um, podcast fuckboy that just shows up out of the blue <laughs> at two a.m. Yeah. being like, "Hey, you up?" Yeah, <laughs> and then never you never see again. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, I think uh, there's nothing else for us to uh, say to each other at all, is there? So no, there isn't. Not yeah. at least for another month. Well, no, uh, actually, actually, actually Jamie, actually one fucking second, Matt, before we say that. Jamie, we haven't told you this yet. Uh, we are actually starting oh, okay. to do a weekly show. So, uh, Matt? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk about this after the show, but of they say silence, bitches. <laughs>